0: Welcome, to your worst nightmare.
1: There is no escape. There
2: is nowhere to hide. You are in my control
1: now. Oh, hi, 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 hi,
0: hi. Welcome to hell, Welcome, everybody. I'm your host Walter we'll Buni back for another episode of Let's Talk About Horror, a horror podcast where I talk about anything and everything related to the genre. And I am back, and I know you all missed me. And this week we are bringing. The world of doom in today's episode as we are going to talk about bad hair and yeah i know i talked about bad hair before with jeremy in last month's episode but in this month's episode we are going to talk about representation with the girl millions world so yeah so right now we will not have a segment of the cut this week for time purposes i don't want to hold you guys all day but we are going to go ahead and jump into that interview segment. So yeah, like you shouldn't say in a scary movie, I'll be right back. And we are back everybody. And right now we are going to jump into the segment and talk about bad hair right now. And basically the concept of hair. And I brought on my special guest one half of world of doom and one third of the black avengers so let's give it up for megan's world everybody
2: hey thank you for having me again (laughs) Yep.
0: yep i know i mean we both watched this movie and i was just very very intrigued on trying to have you on here because of course you are one person that i know that is a here not really a connoisseur but uh enthusiast <laughs> <Yeah. I> mean, <laughs> I'm trying to figure the words to say <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: hair enthusiast. yeah I mean in a way a guest connoisseur kind of you know because I, I love like hair extensions and wigs and stuff so it's fun
0: <laughs> yeah 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 I couldn't think of anybody else that I could get on here to talk about this kind of stuff because I mean, they have to be one into hair and two into hair, also. There you <laughs> so, go. <laughs> and since I already knew, like, you know, how you are very much a wig head, I mean, if, for those that don't really know, which they should if they follow you on social media, it's no secret. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so far, that part, that part. No, I change my wig like I change my clothes, especially on social media. <laughs> <laughs> It also just being, you know, a Black woman and have our stories being told in like a creative way, especially within the horror genre, it's very creative and really interesting. So yeah, I'm happy that I'm on here.
0: So um, first things first, what are your thoughts about um, Bad Hair? Um, what do you think that they did right with the film? What did you think that they did wrong with it?
2: Honestly, with Bad Hair, I thought that was a very interesting concept. Um, I love that it was like, It's a horror comedy, but there also is a lot of horrific parts that happen, a lot of disturbing things that happen in it. And um, I just thought with the concept and everything, it is, you know, the idea of hair and what black women go through in regards to the hair, it can be very nightmarish. And oftentimes it is, especially if you are like from my generation and older that have had that pressure of having straight hair most of their lives. So um, I definitely related to it. I definitely connected with it. And I'm just really thankful now that the younger generation doesn't have to deal with that pressure. But I thought everything was executed very well. Um, As far as the details in the film, I thought um, I liked how they connected it back to uh, white supremacy and slavery and things like that, because that's where these ideals came from and originated from. So I'm glad that the overall thing came from that
0: yeah i I do like that too. I noticed that when they showed like the truck that was um owned by james Vanderbeek's character um they did show the fact that it did trace right back to slavery i mean if you notice like the company was like around since like eighteen sixty six and you know if any any of you that know anything about slavery and when it ended i mean it it ended in like eighteen sixty five so it's like right there in that reconstruction period you know it's basically the company that was kind of like harvesting this moss tree who was killing like all these black people segregation what have you and probably just using their bodies for whatever which i still don't get like the tree is kind of confusing to me almost
1: and yeah one of that. the things
0: that 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 the film did wrong you know hmm I mean, I do know what your thoughts are about the tree or, tree itself, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so yeah, about the tree, too, I definitely agree with you on that. I wish that we, as an audience, learned more about it. I don't know if they're setting up for a sequel, you know? But mm-hmm. I wish that single-handedly we learned more about the moss tree, the origins of it, whether it be from the storybook or, you know, eventually being revealed What this moss tree is, and you know the the inner workings of it. I felt like that was kind of a plot hole.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know for the last episode um, that I did with Jeremy, he said it was very good that they did. They kind of kept that information ominous because, you know, it's a little bit scarier to know, like you know, what this tree is. That's true. Versus Mm -hmm. like knowing every bit of detail. Within it, but um, for me, honestly, I just I don't know I felt almost lost to like, okay, well, why does James Vanderbeek own this tree? <laughs> like, you know, and what what's I mean, I get it. Like, it came from slavery. It's been in his family for many years, but at the same time, I'm still just like wondering, like, okay, what is the connection? Like, what like how did they how did we get to this point? <laughs> Basically
2: exactly yeah but you know um yeah i I kind of agree with jeremy after you said that about how um if the mystery makes it even more interesting too so i don't know i feel like there just needs to be a little bit of a balance too and more like okay this connects with this but just you know just a little bit but not too much
0: yeah yeah as we know like this movie is just mainly the focus about like a hair like a good hair gone bad scenario kind of Cronenberg kind of way. And we kind of know that it's a bit of an analogy or an, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, an allegory about Black people and their obsession of having good hair. Mm-hmm. Even though the setting is like in 89, which I feel like in part of the 90s people were embracing more of like the natural look mm-hmm. but it started to stop becoming a little bit popular maybe in the mid 90s but I don't know um <clears throat> for you do you think there was an accession of having good hair in the black community versus wearing your natural hair that this definitely. movie was displaying
2: definitely definitely no I think um and I'm glad that it did take place um, in the late '80s because mm-hmm. there is definitely a lot of back and forth, both personally. But now, but this film talks about it in professional light too, because um, she's working in media. She wants to become a producer. All this other stuff. She's going to interview her interview, and you know they're making uh, they're telling her to straighten her hair, which is why she gets this weave and um and like again like weaves were just like so on the rage too and i feel like you know at least my time too like it made a comeback again in the early 2000s and like Mm -hmm. that's when you know the um early to um 2000s the early 2010s and that's when i got my first weave so that's kind of like you know it was it was all that stuff because it's like one say like oh yeah it's convenient oh it looks good you don't have to do this that or the other with it like all yeah, that yeah. Stuff. So, um, but yeah. So, um, so did they sell
0: did I sew it into your scalp like in the movie? N- <laughs> no, they
2: did not. So <laughs> yeah, just to clarify. Yeah, Now, like that was something that the film um made dramatic, which I yeah, yeah, really yeah. like. But those that have not don't do not know the process of weaves they're gonna be like wait what is this really a thing no it's not a thing you don't they don't sew into your scout they they just only sew it in the braids you
0: yeah, know and then I, actually actually, <laughs> I actually wondered that I actually wondered <laughs> that I actually I, I had to ask you like did they really do that <laughs> like I don't know if you remember <laughs> mm-hmm yeah up there and was like yo so do they really like do that like (laughs) do they just go in and just sew it in your head like that like that looks painful
2: Uh uh-huh and I I really liked it in the sense from someone that understands weaves and have gotten one or actually gotten two in my life but just like how it because honestly about like okay this something's not right but Mm -hmm. honestly sometimes when you get a tight weave it feels like they're sewing it and your scalp which do you know they're not but it's just so tight because the braids are so tight and they're sewing mm-hmm. it tight and all this stuff because they don't want that shit to get you loose so it's just like um so it's just kind of like that but yeah for those who just do not understand that would have been like a bit like what is that really a thing but no but i i liked it too with that that little detail um but yeah to get back um to your question yeah I feel like that was always a sense um and at a time women black women were ashamed of their natural hair um Mm -hmm. more so of just like one not knowing how to take care of it because of lack of resources probably just wanting that good hair because of white supremacy and you know what slavery generously taught us um Mm -hmm. to be ashamed Mm -hmm. of our hair and then what being a career woman meant because a lot of times like in order to have a successful career and even still to this day like there are still laws that and like still guidelines of just like they are preferring straight hair over natural hair and there's Mm -hmm. a few states that actually outlaw it. like there's I think only five states or something like that so that's my uh, state is one (laughs) yeah and um (laughs) I'm not sure about my state, but yeah, there's like all this different stuff about that because so in many states, someone could say, oh, you need to strain your hair or like, hey, take your braids out, all that other stuff too. And it's a part of the Crown Act. And that's why, and why it's so um, big is, and why it's so important actually is because hair, you know, black hair grows in a curly state it grows big it grows like you know in different ways as tight as coarse. so you're telling someone to change how their hair hair grows out of their head like for a job that's ridiculous you know it, that is it,
0: ridiculous it doesn't it, make sense because it's like saying to somebody like oh don't breathe how am I not supposed to breathe how am I supposed to live
2: mm-hmm, you know? exactly like you can't yeah exactly it's just like no like don't don't breathe if you wanted to have a job if you just want to have this job just don't breathe like ah, Mm what? like (laughs) like
1: that
2: so it's just kind of like and I've been like I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna spill some tea on one of the jobs I had in high school so Mm -hmm. I remember like and I worked and this was in retail so there was this job that I worked at where they actually had examples of like what are some hairstyles that are approved, and what what hairstyles are or di- um, not approved? And this was in our break room, and had pictures of different celebrities. And I remember, and some of them were regarding to white folks too. But mm-hmm. the one that really got me was, you know, there's this picture of Alicia Keys. One, her hair was like, I would say, I think it was like in a loose curl. And then the other one, her hair was in braids.
0: And okay, all the braids the, were the ones What's with it? the X. Okay. Uh-huh. I was about to so, ask, wasn't it, like, Alicia Keys back in, like, the songs of a minor, Diary of Alicia Keys days?
2: It was, like, her, like, um, her, like, I forgot, but, you know, the song, uh, like, No One, that album, it was that, mm-hmm. like, it was that era. So, yeah, but it was, like, but the brightest song was, like, Diary of Alicia Keys.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
2: It was just kind of like, so I was just kind of looking like, you know, as a Black, uh, black teenager, I'm like, well, I guess I can't get braids anymore because it's not approved. And I, I hope they probably, you know, got that rule, real, real, you know, is not overly no longer there. But <laughs> at the same time, my company is going under anyway. So <laughs> <the amount laughs> that
0: <I worked> <laughs> That's messed yeah. up because Alicia Keys has some really good braids. Like her braids were nice. I mean, that's what made her hot. Like, at least in my opinion, you know, when I oh, was yeah Melissa King. That,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's kind of the thing too. Like, she looked great. She had beautiful braid styles. And the picture that I used to example was a beautiful braid style.
0: So, mm-hmm. and it was,
2: and it was honestly, I don't think it was like full cornrows either. I think it was just like what's called a halo, which is like, it's only like half of your head. So it's just like, what? Like, it just doesn't make any sense at all. But like I said before, Uh, Women are now starting to brace their natural hair. Natural hair products are starting to be more available. That's kind Mm -hmm. of like my tussle that I had with my hair journey was finding the correct products for me. And I'm still kind of trying to figure that out too because I did my big chop about almost two years ago. And now after doing like having my hair um, be... um, like relaxed or like texturized, like a mild texturizer, which is ex- literally just a mild relaxer. You just put it on for a probably smelt time. Um, yeah, yeah. And my hair being manipulated by that and straightening it, and all that stuff. So now my hair texture is based is the same as I was born with. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to navigate my new curl pattern, but at the same time, like I still embrace it. It's just like where I live. It is so humid so my hair frizzes up like so quickly so it's like all my hard work goes to nothing because my hair frizzes <laughs>
1: so,
2: <laughs> so I'd rather just do like waves during the rainy season because you know I live in Oregon and it rains all the time it's always cold and windy and rainy um <laughs> and then I'll wear like my natural hair you know throughout the year um but no my actually my natural hair was really good when I took, did my big chop so but still it was like I had to work with like a small amount of hair than the amount of hair I have now <laughs>
0: i find it interesting that you mentioned about texturizers and everything because i remember um texturizer was a thing when i was a kid like back in like 96 97 and all that Mm -hmm. like everybody wanted to look like fucking um everybody with the uh whatchamacallit jerry curls i forget who had it the most like like uh new edition or Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know all of them with like little curly wavy hair and all that,
1: mm-hmm. you know, with,
0: with the little um fresh cut to go with it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, texturizers was such a thing. But I re- I remember doing research and finding out how like you know certain texturizers actually burn people's hair, and mm-hmm. I found it interesting that that movie um actually brought that to the forefront when I, they were I trying to. That. Mm-hmm. yeah when they were trying to yeah, and how she the, has a yeah. scar
2: to you know in her adulthood because of you know the relaxer gone wrong and that was one thing that i related to because i do not i don't think i got i think i probably got one chemical bird but not it, it wasn't public um it wasn't permanent like that mm-hmm. but that shit does hurt you know even though i got a natural texturizer like i would even go with my my little story about how I kind of discovered it. So I I have family in DC and mm-hmm. my aunt used to go to the salon that specialized in that. And um, she was just saying like, Oh, Megan should get this. That's what I do with my hair, blah, 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 blah. And you know, like my aunt and I actually have very similar hair textures if not like the same hair texture. So yeah. I was just like, okay, you know, why not I'll go. And then, you know, talk about all these like benefits of it. And the benefits being like, oh, you could easily straighten your hair. You have a loose curl pattern. All the stuff that I was looking forward to when I was in middle school. Because I, I grew up in a predominantly white community. I got teased for my hair. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's let's do this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I remember, like, it was just like... You know, when you have that stuff close to your scalp for that long, it burns, like it itches. It's all that type of stuff.
0: I've gotten my hair permed like maybe a couple of times when I was in middle school when I was young. So I know Mm -hmm. about the burns and everything.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like it it was rough, but it's kind of funny because they advertise it as something natural it's like oh it's not a relaxer it's a texturizer it's completely different even though she she had the creamy crack in the back like I remember mm-hmm. like this this hairstyles too she was like a French woman too so I remember she was like uh she would be like oh well, let me go in the back I'm you know gonna make this mixture together and it's like it was literally just like some like probably like just for me in the box hair care stuff she doesn't mix together probably put some oils in (laughs) like there probably was no rhyme or reason to that to be completely honest
0: (laughs) (laughs) like this ain't no natural shit like what is this
2: (laughs) it probably was just kitty perm which is literally the same as adult stuff except the time is like different
0: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I mean, I'm glad that we have evolved a bit, you know, now away. I mean, some people are probably still doing the perms and everything. And, you know, that's their decisions and what have and what have you. But I think it's more better that we actually move away from that ideology and start embracing more of like our natural hairs and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing research um about this topic. I mean, considering I was gonna do something a little bit different, but I was I kind of abandoned that idea for this. Um, because I thought this was gonna be better, you know, world of doom, you know? <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> By the way, y'all, episode two coming soon. So <laughs> <laughs> it's in the works. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, like hair back for like black people in Africa, it used to be a sign of like, just like status and just identity. And, you know, the bigger and curlier the hair, the more majestic you were, you know? Uh Like warriors, they had like long flowing hair whenever they went into battle that they just tied up and just went into battle with, you know? And because of like slavery, of course, like we mentioned before, you know, because our hair is just a bit different. It was being demonized and just made fun of. And just like, it really just demoralized the whole culture into just thinking like, well, my hair isn't that important. And, you know, and I can't believe like, I mean, to me, I'm just like, I can't sit here and just think like, wow, we really succumb to this kind of feeling, you know, just, based on like what some people have said about like our hair and all that, you know, people that don't really understand the hair care or the importance of our hair, you know?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And I just feel like now I just do like the fact that like states are kind of moving away from that old ideology and they're now embracing like, well, you know what, what does hair got to do with someone's performance? What does hair got to do with someone's credibility of working this job? you know?
2: Exactly. Exactly. And again, you can't really compare it to like, someone saying like, oh, well, I dye my hair or, like, oh, or, like, oh, I can't wear my hair dyed. Like, why does not it affect you like just draining your hair? But like, it does because like, once, like with at least for black people, when you strain your hair so much, you lose your curl pattern, And it's mm-hmm. really bad. Heat damage is bad, no matter what type of hair texture you have. So it's mm-hmm. just like it's the norm to have these to damage your hair for status. That shouldn't mm-hmm. be a it shouldn't be a thing at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's so crazy be- because it's like. Black people who have very curly, coarse hair or natural hair or, you know, people who have like locks like I do, mm-hmm. they're being like, you know, they're not given opportunities for whatever reason, you know, because we have that hair, but it's okay for somebody who dyes their hair, wears like a toupee (laughs) (laughs) or some kind of wig that is like socially acceptable because it looks very European or whatever, you know, it's like, Hey, let's give this guy a raise. Let's give him like all the money in the world. Like
2: exactly.
0: it's it's a dumb ideology to me I'm just like I'm glad like people are kind of evolving and moving away from that um mindset
2: exactly like I'm, I'm so glad too and even like I mean me as a wig wearer too it gives me a little bit more flexibility in regards to hair because like for me like I get bored with my hair really easily so I mostly use my wigs as protective styles and I'll use it as like oh I'm trying to hide away from society but I'm gonna be honest though because I, I believe my state is not one of the states that, you know, is outlawed to discriminate against hair. So, like, when well, I'm going to a job interview, you know I got my straight wig on. You know I
1: got <laughs> like
2: my loose curls. And then once I get the job, you get this. <laughs> like, you know that, that that that's how it is. You know, Whip it. or just like Whip it just
0: on I'm just <laughs> not,
2: not exactly. You're just switching up on people. Like that's the thing. I mean, I'm really glad though that I work for a company that embraces individuality because I wear my hair every type of different ways too. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm really happy about that regard. But like, but not all the companies are like that, and I want to mm-hmm. move to the direction that uh i wish everyone moved a direction to look at people's professions and their qualific- well their qualifications rather instead of what their hair looks like you know
0: yeah yeah all right um what are your thoughts on how bad hair flipped the narrative of having good hair because I, uh, we 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 know like it flipped the narrative by so much so yeah what are your thoughts
2: I thought it was done so creatively and it's just kind of like I feel like and this is kind of like going to deep to the whole narrative and the allegory of it all because like once you get like that first weave or you force you get that that good uh, that um the relaxer or whatever you feel on top of the world everyone's complimenting your hair all this other stuff it was you know mm-hmm. especially the black women and then there comes to be a fact where like, oh, maybe this isn't that good, which, which mo- all the none comes from, um, you know, the hair, you know, breaking off, like your hair falling out or like, you know, um, have, you know, the heat damage, all the stuff, you know, all the repercussions of having, wanting to maintain the straight hair and all mm-hmm. those other um that's why a lot of black women especially black women that are my age are doing like big chops because we're like yo my hair has been damaged for all these different years like all these years we need to start Mm -hmm. over you know so it's it's crazy because it's like the same story over and over again and it's just like and now that there's so many natural hair products that we could use we just have to figure out which what's good for our curl pattern it's just Mm -hmm. like okay i have no excuse to do this or you know to put my hair through all this damage and stuff so yeah like that that's why it's not it's not like oh yeah this is the fashion even though it kind of is but i feel like you know every black woman goes to this point it's just like okay you know enough is enough and um but as in the context of the movie she the hair is literally a killer
1: yeah (laughs) i like that i like that
2: (laughs) and I thought that was so cool. The good hair is actually the bad hair. And I mm-hmm. really love that because it is truly that in society too. It's a very great allegory too. It's just kind of like, oh, what are you willing to risk? And then, you know, and it's just crazy because it's just like, and going back to, society and white supremacy and all that stuff and how it all connects together even though for a majority of the film you think it's just her personal journey but you realize who the villain is at the end of the movie which is that's how it's like in society too everyone thinks that black women hate their hair everyone thinks that because you wear a wig or because you're wearing protective style wear extensions that you hate Mm -hmm. your hair no that's not it at all you know, that's not it. Maybe it was in the past, like I mentioned before, but currently right now in 2021 is not like that necessarily. There, there are some women that do, but most of all, it's not like that. And it's like, it's not our only thing. Yeah. There's trauma based off things in the past, but the cause of it is, um, is slavery and white supremacy.
0: Yeah. I feel you on that.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had a bad hair experience?
2: Yeah, I kind of mentioned that in my previous story. But yeah, I would say kind of my bad, bad hair experience (laughs)
1: came
2: from when I was in middle school and I did not know. And I, okay.
0: I I mean, none of us knew how to do our hair. Let's be honest. (laughs) Let's
2: be honest. Yeah, no one knew how to do hair. But like for me, going to a predominantly white school, I was actually a lot of times the only black kid in my class mm-hmm. you know and there was only probably like three or four black kids in my school in general
0: and i was oh, one of them i had to be friends <laughs> but you know
2: what's so crazy though like we weren't because we we're all in different grades you know how that is in middle school like oh i can't be uh, yeah you know i can't be in eighth grade being a great with a seventh or being friends with a seventh grader really yeah dumb. yeah
0: yeah that, but, it's such a dumb but, ideology
2: really dumb ideology of kid kiddom, but anyway. <laughs> um but yeah, like it was um I would I noticed like the girls in my school, like even like, you know, even the white girls that they're like straight in their hair all the time and you know, going to like what was it, J fourteen magazine and Tiger Beat. Everyone has straight hair <laughs> <and> so- <laughs> That was the shit we used to read in the uh, the, uh, the 2000s and early 2010s and
1: stuff <laughs> like
2: that. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, I was all about the early 2000s style. Like, I was really into, like, I'm going to be honest, like, into emo and scene style. I wanted to wear like that. <laughs> 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 so anyway, or just like you know, just feel accepted and feel beautiful, you know, all that other stuff, or at least what I saw and what you know, kids around me saw as that. So, I <laughs> I was straightening my hair so much and everything, and also around that time too, that's when I discovered extensions, and mm. there was Sally's the Beauty Supply Store up the street from me. And they only had straight hair extensions and everything. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep on doing this. Let's do that. It's gonna <laughs> be fine. So I'll straighten my hair, put on the extensions, all that stuff. And I would even, I think I even wore my extensions to bed too at times. Uh, like, yeah, That's bed. a middle
0: schooler thing to do. <laughs> 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 they but, think like, oh yeah, I got the nice little fit. Let me wear it to bed too. <laughs> Come out looking fresh. Like, no, you're going to fuck it, it up Lil. That- little. <laughs>
2: But I'm telling you, though, like, because I live in the Pacific Northwest, and it rains all the time, and it rains yeah. so bad. Like, I think this, I was in seventh grade at this time.
0: Did it rain on the on the extensions?
2: It it, it rained it rain on the extensions, but here's the thing. So, when it rains on the extensions, it doesn't really affect it that much. Okay. But it did affect my natural hair. Oh. So, here's the thing. I had my hair, you know, from like here down, like from like the middle of my head down, pretty straight, from the top, uh, like from the middle up, oh. so my hair was literally two different textures. <laughs> and I try to play it off and stuff. People knew what was going
0: on. Oh. <laughs> you know, my hair. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Megan, why are your hair is so poofy? Like uh... yeah,
2: literally. <laughs> literally i was just mortified
0: <laughs> oh man
2: and there was also this other time okay here's a part two of that story too so bangs were like a big thing and i think this was in 2008 so yeah bangs oh were yeah like-
0: bangs were a big thing i I think it was because of rihanna
2: i think so too it was rihanna and a few other people got bangs a few other celebrities so i got mm-hmm. bangs uh, when I was visiting my family in Tennessee and everything, and I was, like, really hyped up and everything like that. Actually, the person that did my bangs did a great job. Yeah, On yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't think about the rain. My hair, uh, you know, like I said, my ha- hair hates the rain. and hates humidity.
1: So mm-hmm. this was
2: during, like, Thanksgiving when this happened. So I was visiting my family for Thanksgiving. And then I remember literally the next day it was raining, throughout our entire vacation, we were there for like a week. And, and this woman, she cut my bangs, um, not necessarily to my eyebrows, like I wanted, she went above my eyebrows. So <laughs> this sense, my hair was like really curly. It like even shrunk up like even more. Oh. So I didn't know
1: what to do
2: with my bangs to have like straight blunt bangs. I'm like, this is not working out. I remember just crying to my mom about. It. I'm like, I, oh, yeah. you know, I went to the salon. My bangs look like, really dazzled down. It's all frizzy, and I <laughs> couldn't do anything with those dang blunt bangs until they grew out. Like I would say about six months later, and I just went with like a side bang for the
0: rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh geez.
2: So yeah, those were my bad hair moments.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's okay. Cause I've I've had some bad hair moments too. Like I remember one time I had like this perm and what have you. And it was something my mom did, like, because she was always like perming our hair, me and my sister's hair. Mm -hmm. And like this one time, she used like this this texturizer. That was supposed mm-hmm. to make my hair curly and all that. Mm-hmm. So me being in middle school, you know, <laughs> again, like I said, middle schoolers don't know how to take care of shit. So don't give them like a big test to take care of, you know. <laughs> so it was like the first like the first time when she did it, like it was the first day she got done. I wasn't going anywhere. So she was just like, oh, yeah, you got to brush it this way. Mm-hmm. So it so it'll look nice. I didn't listen. I literally (laughs) brushed it another way because I'm like, nah, nah, I'm going to look cool. Like, you know, (laughs) sure enough, like my hair was looking like something like Milky Chance or a childish Gambino, you know, with the (laughs) hair and everything. (laughs) Crazy thing how that hair is now the thing to look like, you know, right. And no one will shoot on you for that. But in the mm-hmm. 90s, I swear the 90s would be shooting on people for stupid shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially in middle school. You know, people like literally shot on my hair and just like, oh my God, what, what, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I think they compared my hair to bird shit or something. something oh like that. <laughs> so,
2: like, oh my God. No
0: no yeah so so I mean I had a bit of PTSD after that day so oh,
2: definitely <laughs> no I still have like my little PTSD moments like and it's so crazy I took a lot of pictures in seventh grade just like I guess early selfies or whatever with like a digital camera but yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I crunch every time I see photos from that time I really do <laughs> because it was just like the hair was just not it it was
0: not (laughs) it it wasn't it we were in middle school yeah no one in middle school could say like they had the bombers here unless your parents was really like hooking your ass up like that you know
2: but yeah no a lot of stuff just was not it it looked so crazy and like uh like it's just like even the comments too i did all that shit people were like oh my god man your hair is so poofy like i hate when people call my hair poofy because of that
0: (laughs) (laughs) make you feel like some kind of dog huh like
2: they they always like use like phrases and terminology for like Dogs or animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like they always use fluffy or poofy or something like that. <laughs> I'm like no, but like, granted, these are like white kids. I've probably never seen a black person before. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be and never seen someone with that hair texture. So they would, you probably instinctively. Oh shoot, this is something I remember. This one kid in my dance class said my hair felt like wool.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh that's so terrible
2: it's awful but you know honest to god she wasn't even trying to be insulting she actually was complimenting my hair but she she said it just reminds me of wool
0: oh gee Yeah. (laughs) that's almost problematic
2: (laughs) you know it's so problematic though like I'll be honest. Yeah. But yeah, the whole like manipulating of the hair too. And I I did ballet and stuff and jazz and modern dance growing up too. So we had to have our hair slicked back into like a bun or like, you know, a Dutch braid or just something like that. And Mm -hmm. my mom needed some time to string my hair and things like that. I remember I actually had to take off of a dance class because my mom had to straighten my hair because we had pictures the next day and I, oh okay this is another bad hair story <laughs> not necessarily with my hair but just kind of like the the dissonance between that and just society and stuff like that so I go to my dance teacher and I'm just like hey I can't be in class today I gotta do my I got to do my hair and she actually laughed. she's like oh okay like whatever and mm-hmm. then like I go to the car I tell my mom that like my dance teacher kind of like was being passive-aggressive to me, you know, about, you know, taking off dance to do my hair. And my, uh, and then my mom walked up to my dance teacher, and they, I, I swear, so I'm in the car, and, uh, like, I'm mm-hmm. in the front seat or whatever, and then I see, they literally having, like, this, like, kind of pseudo-argument up front, because the dance teacher thinks it's, the reason why I'm taking off her dance is because of superficial reasons, you know, to mm-hmm. do my hair. But my mom's like, no, it actually takes a long time to do Megan's hair. Like we, it takes hours. And since pictures are the next, or tomorrow, on top of that, she has school. She has to take up dance class, you know, to do this. So it yeah. was just on, yeah. this was back and forth going on for a kid you not like 20 minutes, of
1: like,
2: mm. the not understanding how long it takes, and my mom saying. No, it takes long. It's not like a thing. Like, it's not to boost (laughs) your ego. It's not to boost your ego at all. It's just, you're wanting this hairstyle for this dance routine and these pictures. I have to straighten my baby's hair. And it takes a long time. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So,
2: yeah, it was that type of thing, too. So it was just, it's just so funny, though, because it's just like, we live in a society where, you know, um, straighter hair textures, and European hair textures are really preferred. Yeah, And it's it's considered the norm where everything else is considered novelty. So everyone thinks that everyone treats their hair the same way. And it's Mm -hmm. not like at all, where it's like our hair takes more time our hair we can't wash our hair every day like all this mm-hmm. other stuff everyone's like oh weird that's so weird but it's just like that's just how it is or like I haven't mentioned this on uh my podcast the sauce talks when we were talking about hair and learning how to do other people's hair and like that's why we ask you know as black folks hey does this person know how to do black hair textures because mm-hmm. it's completely you know it's different and it's not like oh like are you you're being racist because you don't let a white person do your hair like I would if they know how to do our hair texture like that's yep. really cool because I had a white woman do my hair back in college and she and I even asked before I got to the salon I said hey do you know how to do black hair and she's like oh yeah I do and then she used terminology and all this stuff I'm like okay good we're good to go you know
1: yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah other
2: people but other people's salon they had no idea like I had to walk people through stuff <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing but yeah no, I've told too many hair stories right now <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> but yeah no I have a plethora of them but you know but I, I love my hairstylist that I have right now shout out Trisha Alicia from S- Shadowback Salon in Portland hey girl but
1: <laughs>
2: she she's amazing yeah um but yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I feel you I feel you we are in a society where like straighter hair is the more preferred hair and what have you
1: Mm-hmm. i was feeling
0: every moment of the, of the story so yeah <laughs> and i hope my audience was feeling it too um i hope like your story kind of did educate everyone else like about you know the difference between black hair and straight hair you know or not even just black hair just coarse hair
1: yes exactly.
0: versus versus you know a little bit of a straighter hair because uh, yeah my hair itself like you know, for anybody that have seen me or know me, I mean, I got some really thick hair. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have no thin, you know, easily to comb. No, my hair is thick, thick and curly, mm-hmm. especially when I first grew out my hair. I knew it was going to be thick and curly. Like, that's just how my hair texture is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I get my locks done, I have to really, like, between the locks making sure that it's really separated and i'm about to educate some of you people that don't know how locks are done believe it or not you have to get them redone <laughs> they don't <laughs> naturally grow into dread locks they don't go they don't grow into like no 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 i'm pretty sure like if you guys seen somebody with locks before you just assume that they grow into that style no they. you know what's
2: really funny though okay that you mentioned that I used to wear braids a lot as a kid like throughout elementary school and kids legit thought my hair grew out in braids <laughs> i thought it was the funniest thing in the world because i wear them so often but yeah but i'll let you finish your story but that that's so funny how people think that like with bob marley's i think he, he naturally has, yeah yeah like his hair naturally went like that
0: yeah no nah, like you have to get it redone and you've seen my hair a few times where it had some growth going on so yeah eventually like The hair eventually grows, and when it grows, it doesn't look good. The locks don't, they look still manageable if you keep them separated, but you have that extra growth going on that needs to be retwisted. So for me, because I got really thick hair and my hair just loves to stick together, I have to make sure that I'm separating my locks as much as possible. And it's a process and shout out to Champagne, you know, that does my hair. <laughs> she 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 always hooks it up. So yeah, <laughs> you shout out your hair dresser, I shout out mine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it was funny because like the last time when I got my logs, do- oh, actually it was recent when I got my logs done. She was just like, this man got a million locks in his head, <laughs> and he just does not want to do anything with them. They just stick together. They just like to be married together. Like, just help me out of it. Just help me out.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah, um, for me, I have to make sure like my locks are just separated. You know, good enough to where like once when she's getting ready to twist them up, it's really easy, easy to twist up because if she, if they aren't separated, we're going to be spending like hours in the chair, especially with my hair. (laughs) (laughs) I have sat in a chair for like about three hours for a retwist because I didn't know that I had to separate the locks, you know, I'm still learning by the way, because I spent most of my, my life with short hair. So yeah, everybody, um, there are pictures of me flowing around with short hair. So (laughs) somewhere in the interwebs, but, uh, yeah, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I used to have like really short hair, but, um, there was times where I would grow my hair out. And most majority of the time it would just be in an afro, you know. I never really got like braids or anything like that. My mom wasn't like for them or anything like that because you know, people with braids, they had like the a negative stigma pointed towards them as being thuggish and what have you. So yeah, she was like, nah, not for my son, you know. But when I started growing out my hair because I wanted to do something different with my hair you know my I always knew like my hair was just like naturally curly naturally just like thick and what have you so yeah just thick hair thick hair is kind of harder to manage (laughs) you know Mm -hmm.
2: yeah and it's kind of like more so just like this too it's like yeah sometimes it is like a harder more difficult but more time consuming but it's just like it's mm-hmm. more product it's all this other stuff and it's it's a journey itself because even hair textures change throughout time too especially with black folks too i don't know what it is in our genetics but it changes
1: throughout
2: time. <laughs> so it's just like i mean it's my different.
0: hair changes colors you know <laughs> like <laughs> it starts off dark but somewhere along the tips of my hair you know, it's, like, brown and stuff, so, yeah, I know what you mean,
2: <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, so, like, right now, like, you know, like I said before, I'm just still trying to figure stuff out, too, what works for me, I'm trying to figure out what my curl pattern is, because this was, like, I, oh, so, uh, I used to have what's called, like, a 3 seed curl pattern, which is kind of, like, right in the middle, but it's, like, mm-hmm. kind of going to, like, the cor- curlier, coily textures,
1: mm-hmm. but,
2: so but i think now i have like almost completely four which is coily curly texture it's not a um it's not a 4c necessarily unless if it gets frizzy then it's like very 4c like which is like the the thick of the thick you know type of hair texture so i'm like trying to like find products preferably black owned so if anyone knows you know comment below (laughs) (laughs) send those over to me because um, yes that'll be lovely (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, I'm rocking a wig right now but if y'all are watching this my hair texture is very similar to my natural hair texture is very similar to this so yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right well thank you Megan for coming on to the show It's, it's definitely a pleasure to have you on here every time you know you're available to come on you know <laughs> love the love it when we all do the black avengers collabs and everything so i can't wait till we get to that again sometime later on in the year <laughs> <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> all right so yeah you guys so right now i'm about to take another break and i'm about to come back with the outro for you guys of the slasher corner so once again like you shouldn't say in a scary movie I'll be right back and we are back for the outro everybody and usually we have the slasher corner but we are gonna cut the slasher corner today I know we're kinda cutting a lot of things out but time purposes you know again I'm not trying to make this super long or anything I mean we all have lives considering everything is opening up again I mean right now the vaccines is really making us run I guess you know unless you're Jocelyn Johnson and Jocelyn Johnson, just fucking up everything but anyway, <laughs> we are in the outro, and usually this is the slash recorder. but I am going to go ahead and just leave you guys with this little piece by me. Um, we are going through like a turbulent time, you know, in our nation. I mean, if you're from the U.S. or just even globally, anyway, I mean, we have all been affected by this pandemic. And I'm not trying to make anything political or anything like that. I'm just saying right now, we all just need to look out and take care of each other. You know, it's definitely a crazy time right now, depending on what side you're on, whether you're for the vaccines or not, or if you're believing COVID is real or not. What we all need to do is try to protect ourselves and protect the ones we love at, in this time of dire situations. And although things are kind of getting better, we definitely appreciate that things are kind of getting somewhat normal if normal is a thing I don't believe there's anything normal happening right now but if you believe that we are coming back into the new normality I mean hey more power to you but um, even do like this new normal that we are about to experience definitely look out for yourselves look out for the ones you love and just keep on striving and keep on doing the things to make your life better whatever that means you know um other than that i am gonna sign out for the day if you guys want to follow me on social media follow me on instagram walter doom twitter is walter doom one i don't know i might be changing my twitter one day so if you guys have any ideas on what you think my twitter name should be on twitter Definitely shoot some suggestions I don't know all you five listeners maybe can come up with something together I don't know <laughs> um, just know that I love you all I hope you guys have a good Easter well, I did have a good Easter because this is coming out a day after <laughs> honestly um, I hope you guys have a good April um, yeah someone loves you baby <laughs> And you know who it is? It's your boy Walter Doom signing out for another episode of Let's Talk About Horror. I will be back next week, everybody. I will try not to go MIA as much as possible. World of Doom episode coming out pretty soon. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About Horror. This is America. Don't love catch you slipping now. Stay diabolical, people oh yeah and if you want to follow me on any streaming platform like spotify apple music i mean not apple music but apple podcast I, I always fuck that up but um yeah just look for me walter doom on those channels you know listen to the audio other than that peace